Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Just Saying Podcast. This is your host, Jared Dawkins here. Welcome to a 2021 NBA Playoff Preview edition of the show today. We're going to have a very, very short show today. Obviously, today, as we all know, the NBA Playoffs technically really started yesterday with, with the two playing games with the Charlotte Hornets take Charlotte Hornets taking on the Indiana Pacers and the Boston Celtics taking on the Washington Wizards. Indiana just absolutely destroyed Charlotte. That game wasn't even worth watching. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I watched a little bit of it, but after a while I lost interest like I know a lot of you did. And then the Boston Celtics took on the Washington Wizards. The game was close in the beginning, but you started to realize as the game got further and further away from Washington that you started to realize, okay, you know what? Yeah, Boston was meant to win this game. So, but with um, with all of that being said, um, Indiana's moving on to play Washington this coming Friday to find out who's going to be the eighth seed. And the Boston Celtics are now the seventh seed, and they're going to take on the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Which, by the way, speaking of that, since this, since this is the 2021 NBA Playoff Preview Show, I'm going to give you guys a little bit later on the show, I'm going to give you guys my NBA Playoff predictions. I'm going to give you guys what I think is going to happen for the rest of the play-in tournament, and then the first round, second round, conference finals, and then I'm going to give you my NBA Finals prediction and who I believe will win the NBA championship but first I want to start off with what has stood out to me so far in sports and it pertains to the NBA play-in tournament here's my here's my issue with the NBA playoff with the NBA play-in tournament excuse me here's why I believe this tournament is a blessing but at the same time also a curse here's why it's a blessing it's a blessing for that the the nine and ten seeds in the eastern and western conferences. It's a blessing for those. It, it, it's a it's a blessing for those teams that feel like okay, we really haven't had anything to play for all season, but yet. Down the line, we know that if we just stay in this thing and we stay in it and we stay in it and we stay in it, eventually, even though we probably are going to have a losing record heading into the playoffs, we still have something to play for. We still have something to play for at the end of the day. We still have something to play for down the line. So we're not going to give in. We're not going to quit. We're not going to give up, i.e. the Washington Wizards, i.e. the Indiana Pacers. Just like in the West, i.e. the Golden State Warriors, i.e. the Memphis Grizzlies, i.e. the San Antonio Spurs. So it is a blessing for those teams who more than likely during the second half of the season feel like they have nothing to play for, but yet in the back of their mind they think, oh, crap, we got this playing tournament. We still have something to play for. So it benefits them. Here's where here's where this thing is a curse. It's a curse for this specific reason. Let's say you have a team like, for example, I'm just going to throw out a team, the Detroit Pistons, for example. Excuse me, the Detroit Pistons, for example. Let's say the Detroit Pistons, okay, 
for the first two to three months of the season are are, are just in the hellhole. And they're ranked 13th in the Eastern Conference. Okay, and they're and they just they battle and they battle and they battle and they fight their way and they fight their way and they fight their way all the way to the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Come come after the All Star break, come after the halfway point of the season, after the All Star break, and they fought and they fought and they fought and they've battled their way all the way to the eighth seed. Okay, and. They're fighting, and they're fighting, and they're clawing, and they're scratching their way to keep that eighth seed. But then it gets to a point where they got to play in that play-in game. They got to play in that play-in tournament. Once they play in that play-in tournament, and they play the eighth, I'm sorry, and they play the seventh seed, let's say they lose to that seventh seed, okay? Let's say they lose to that seventh seed. Now they're in a situation where they got to play the loser of the 9-10 game. And if they lose that game, they're out of the playoffs altogether. So that's where that's where me saying this is a curse comes in. You can have a team like, say, the Detroit Pistons, like I mentioned before, who who were in a hellhole for two or three months from being a thirteenth from being from being a thirteenth ranked team in the Eastern Conference, fighting their way up to the eighth seed. Then they go from being a sure lock to be the eighth seed, possibly to now having to play in a to having to play in a playing game, then they lose. Then they lose to the seventh seed. Then they go from being the eighth seed to losing to the seventh seed. Now they have to play the ninth seed. They lose to the ninth seed. Now they're out of the playoffs altogether. So that's why I say this is a blessing and it's a curse because it because it definitely benefits those nine and 10 seeded teams. But for those, but for those, but but for those teams who are ranked seventh and eighth in the Eastern and Western conferences, it's a curse too, because you could go from possibly legitimately having the seventh and eighth spots locked up to where now you got to fight for your playoff lives, even before the playoffs legitimately fully start. So that's why I say this is a blessing and a curse at the same time. So, and like LeBron said, like LeBron said, he said whoever came up with that needs to be fired. Scott Brooks, head coach of the Washington Wizards, he agreed with LeBron James. I'm not so much. I, I'm not so much in the camp of that person needs to be fired, but it's interesting for television, and I get that. But at the same time, it kind of diminishes the hard work that those seventh and eighth seeded teams in the Eastern and Western conferences put forth to get to that point. So now my so now my seventh and eighth seed spots are on the line to some nine and ten seeded teams who have losing records who haven't even earned their way into the playoffs. So now we might so now I could lose my number eight seed to a ninth to a ninth and tenth seed who has a losing record, and I could be out of the playoffs altogether. So, at the end of the day, like I said before, it's a blessing and it's a curse. Like you know, it's not fair, but at the end of the day, life is not fair. But next up, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you guys why why Milwaukee Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer is coaching for his job. And also coming up next, I'm going to tell you guys 
the two teams in these NBA playoffs that I believe are under the most pressure going into these playoffs. And also, coming up next, I'm going to give you my 2021 NBA playoff predictions. That's coming up. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Now, as we all know, the Milwaukee Bucks are a championship contending team as of right now. Obviously, we all know they have the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo, league MVP, vying for another vying for another league MVP trophy. But there's some there's some uncertainty with the Milwaukee Bucks. I saw this story about a month ago. I know I'm kind of late on it. I know a lot of people have probably already talked about it. But, hey, at the end of the day, better late than never. Milwaukee Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer, former assistant coach to Greg Popovich with the San Antonio Spurs, is on the hot seat coming into these NBA playoffs. He is coaching for his job. According to, according to NBC Sports report, and again, this came out about two weeks ago. Report, Bucks will likely fire Budenholzer unless team reaches the conference finals. I want to read this excerpt to you, to you guys very quickly. Sources say Budenholzer is likely gone unless there's a deep playoff run. A first-round loss would, would be the doomsday scenario, and even a second-round loss would seem nearly impossible for him to survive. With more, with more, with one more season and upwards to seven million remaining on his contract, he simply must find a way for the Bucks to end to end the season in a far better place than they did last season. In the weeks that followed the loss to the Heat, when the Bucks were convincing Giannis Antetokounmpo to sign a supermax extension, this is going back to last year when the when my when my Miami Heat defeated the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, oh, excuse me, it, in the weeks that followed the loss to the to the Heat, when the Bucks were convincing Giannis Antetokounmpo to sign a supermax extension, while dis- while while dissecting their own demise at the same time, sources say sources say there was a great deal of frustration aimed at Budenholzer that has not been forgotten. So, in other words, that article is saying that. That Milwaukee front office has not forgotten the fact that that the Bucks had a chance. The, the Bucks had a very, very good chance of winning the title last year, and the front office has not forgotten the fact that you guys lost to the Heat the way that you did. So now there's going to be even more pressure on you moving forward. Here's what this reminds me of. Here's what. Honestly, here's what this Milwaukee Bucks Mike Budenholzer situation reminds me of. Obviously, you guys remember when Dwayne Casey was the head coach of the Toronto Raptors a few years ago, eventually before Nick Nurse took over. Dwayne Casey was a head was the head coach in Toronto for a certain period of time. He had DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry as his duo duo faces of the front faces of the franchise. They lost in back-to-back years to the to the Brooklyn Nets, Joe Johnson, Darren Williams, guys like that. They lost to the to the Brooklyn Nets back-to-back years in the playoffs in the first round. And so it just got to the point where Dwayne Casey just simply could not get Toronto over the hump. 
So what did Toronto do? They fired Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey went on to be the head coach of the Detroit Pistons to take over for that for uh, to take over for the Pistons, and they hired Nick Nurse. And Nick Nurse went on to eventually win the champion. Went helped Toronto get to a championship with Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, and Fred, Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. That's what this situation reminds me of, in my opinion. Milwaukee feels like they are a championship contending team right now. They feel like they feel like we've put the pieces around Giannis Antetokounmpo. We've put the correct pieces around him to firmly believe that we can win a title with this young man. He signed a super max. Giannis signed a super max extension for a reason. You went out, and got PJ Tucker. You went out and traded for Drew Holiday. You went out and got Jeff Teague. You still got Chris Middleton. Milwaukee feels like they can win now. And if Mike Budenholzer can't get Milwaukee past, or can't get Milwaukee to the to at least the NBA Finals, whether they win or they lose it, Budenholzer's going to be gone. So that's what this situation reminds me of. It reminds me of the Toronto Raptors situation with Dwayne Casey and Nick Nurse. That that's what this situation reminds me of, and and I'm not surprised by this. Milwaukee has been in champion semi championship or semi championship contention now for two or three years, and if they don't get to the NBA Finals, then at the end of the day, it is what it is. But just wanted to throw my opinion to you guys out there about that situation again better late than never next up ladies and gentlemen i'm going to tell you guys two teams that i truthfully believe have the most pressure on them come the nba playoffs first i want to talk about the the los angeles clippers as far as the clippers go bottom line if the clippers do not make it to at least the conference finals in my opinion paul george is going to be gone and i say that for this reason the clippers they're not going to fire tyron lu and go through another head coach for the third time in three for the third time in two years. They're not going to do that, and they're not going to reshape this roster again. They're not going to reshape sixty or seventy percent of this roster again because that because it would have been the third time in a row that they would have done that. So what's the be- What's the next best scenario? You're not going to fire the head coach. You're not going to reshape the roster again. What's the what's what's Plan C? You got to move on from Paul George because you can't bring back Paul George again next year. You can't bring back the same duo that you had last year who blew a 3-1 lead. You can't bring back Paul George and Kawhi Leonard again for a third year in a row and expect anything to change. So if the Clippers don't make it to the conference finals, then you're going to have to move on from Paul George. It's, it's just that simple. Can't fire, can't fire Tyron Lue because you would and hire a new head coach because you would have gone through three head coaches in two years. You can't reshape the roster again for a third time when you've already gotten rid of Montrez Harrell, you've already gotten rid of Landry Shaman, and you all and you've already gotten rid of Lou Williams because it's not the roster, it's not the head coach. More than likely, it's Paul George. Sorry to single out Paul George. Sorry to single you. Sorry to single you out, PG thirteen. But it is what it is. Next up, I want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. If the Brooklyn Nets don't make it to the if the Brooklyn Nets don't make it to the conference finals, even if they make it to the NBA finals, if they lose, in my opinion. Brooklyn's going to move on from Kyrie Irving. And I say they're going to move on from Kyrie Irving simply because of this reason. The, the Brooklyn is not going to trade Kevin Durant or James Harden. 
They're going to move on from Kyrie Irving. Why? Because Kyrie has missed games. Kyrie has probably been the most difficult one to deal with out of the big three since he signed with Brooklyn last year. And not only that, Kyrie has a history of wearing out his welcome in places that he's been. He didn't want to be the, the second option to LeBron when he was in Cleveland after winning the championship. He wore out his welcome in Boston when eventually Boston felt like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were firm enough in being the duo faces faces of that franchise in Boston. And now he's almost certainly wearing his welcome out in Brooklyn. Brooklyn just ain't admitting it right now. So, in my opinion, if Brooklyn does not make it to, to the to the conference finals or even if they do make it to the conference finals and and if they don't and if they don't or if they make it to the NBA finals and don't win the championship I believe Brooklyn's going to move on from Kyrie Irving that's just my opinion and that's simply because Kyrie Irving has a history of wearing out his welcome in places that he's been already but next up ladies and gentlemen right now coming up next Right now, I'm going to give you guys my 2021 NBA playoff predictions. Here we go. Starting in the Eastern Conference, the Washington Wizards will take on the Indiana Pacers in the in a play-in game for the for the eighth and final playoff spot. In my opinion, I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers in this game. It just felt like the Wizards were just just didn't have any life left. Just didn't have any life in them in this game yesterday against the, against the Celtics. So. And the Pacers just absolutely waxed, I mean, waxed Charlotte. So I'm going to go with the Pacers with, uh, uh, I'm going to go with the Pacers, um, in that game. Next up, first round, Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics. It ain't even no debating this. I'm going with Brooklyn. The Bucks versus my Miami Heat. I got to go with the, with the, with the Milwaukee Bucks, my Miami Heat. I just don't feel like my Miami Heat have enough firepower to, to to hold their own with 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 the with the Milwaukee Bucks. New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks for uh for that for the for that first round matchup. In the semifinals, the Brooklyn Nets will take on the Milwaukee Bucks. This is where I believe the but this is where I believe Milwaukee's season ends right here. I just believe Brooklyn will have too much firepower for, for Milwaukee to handle. Brooklyn moves on to the conference finals. Mike Budenholzer gets fired, and they move on, and they hire their new head coach. The Philadelphia 76ers take on the New York Knicks. I believe the, I believe the Sixers take out the Knicks, and I think they probably take them out in, in, in four or five games, and they move on to the conference finals. Conference finals, Brooklyn Nets versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia 76ers very quickly, and here's why. I believe Brooklyn has a very difficult time guarding big men, and I watched Brooklyn and I watched Philadelphia play this season. I watched them play in the game. I watched some of that game. Brooklyn had a very, very difficult time stopping Joel Embiid, and I believe that's going to continue. And I believe the Philadelphia 76ers will represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Let's move to the West. The play-in games tonight set the Lakers and the Warriors. I'm going with the Lakers to knock off the Warriors, but do not sleep on Steph Curry. All it takes is one Steph Curry 45-50 piece for the Lakers for the Lakers to have to play the Grizzlies or the Spurs in a 
in a playing game for the AFC for their playoff loss. I'm going to go with the Lakers, but I would not be surprised if the Warriors beat them based off of Steph Curry just going absolutely nuts. Next up, the Grizzlies and the Spurs. I'm going to go with the Grizzlies in this game. The Spurs are just pretty much irrelevant at this point. John Morant, Jonas Valanciunas, Jaron Jackson, I believe the Grizzlies have enough to get over that, that hump and knock off the Spurs. And I believe the Warriors and the Grizzlies will face each other for that final for that for that final for that fi- for the eighth and final playoff seed. I'm gonna go with the Warriors to knock off the Grizzlies. Now in the first round, Suns Lakers. I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Nuggets Blazers. I was struggling with this series. The fact that the the fact that the Nuggets don't have Jamal the Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray. It just feels like to me, the Blazers just have more firepower. So obviously with CJ CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, Yusef Nurkic, Melo coming off the bench, Norman Powell. So. I like the Nuggets, but the fact that they don't have Jamal Murray, I'm going to go with the Blazers. Next up, Clippers and the Mavericks. Clippers played the Mavericks in the playoffs last year. Luka hit that game-winning shot, kept the Mavericks in the series, but the Clippers eventually went on to win that series and move on. I think the result remains the same. Clippers knock off the Mavericks. Semifinals, Lakers and the Blazers. I believe the Lakers knock off the Blazers and move on to the conference finals. Clippers and the Jazz. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. The Jazz will knock off the Warriors in the first round. Excuse me. Sorry about that. The Jazz will knock off the Warriors and move on to the con- to the con- to the conference semifinals. Clippers and the Jazz. I believe the Clippers knock off the Jazz and move on move on to the conference finals. My Western Conference Finals prediction. Lakers Clippers. I believe the Lakers will just simply be too much for the Clippers. I believe the Clippers will get to their first ever conference finals. I believe, but but I believe the Clippers will run out of gas, and I believe the Lakers will represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. Meaning, my NBA Finals matchup: the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I believe this will be a very physical, hard hitting, a physical, just wear you out type of series both teams have size both teams have length both teams have very very good three-point shooting obviously LeBron James is going to be guarding Ben Simmons and vice versa but at the end of the day I'm going with I'm going with LeBron James Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers to knock off Joel Embiid Ben Simmons Danny Green Tobias Harris and the Philadelphia 76ers and the Lakers will repeat as your 2021 NBA champions. So that is my 2021 NBA playoff predictions for the play-in game and the official playoff matchups. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be time for the final segment of the show. It's going to be time for me to leave you with something to think about. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Obviously, you know what time it is. It's time for me to leave you with something to think about. As we all know, this is the NBA playoff preview edition of my show today. So, you know what time it is. It's time for me to leave you with something to think about. I'm going to switch it up for you guys today. Who do you guys pick to win the to win the 2021 NBA championship? Who was your 
conference fi- conference finals in the East and the West. Who is your NBA Finals prediction? Is it the Lakers and the Nets? Is it the Nets and the Sixers? Is it the Lakers and the Bucks? Who is it? I would love to know the answer to that question. You know, so uh, um, because, you know, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, for me, it's the Lakers and the Sixers. I just feel like simply to me, I just feel like as much firepower as Brooklyn has, to me, it just feels like Philadelphia is going to it. To me, it just feels like Brooklyn's going to it just feels like to me, Philadelphia is going to wear Brooklyn out. That's just what it feels like to me. So who do you got in the Western and Eastern Conference Finals? Who do you have coming out of the West and the East? Who do you have in the NBA Finals? And who do you have winning the NBA championship? Oh, and by the way, very quickly, before I go, my NBA Finals MVP for my uh, for my prediction, uh, for, for my NBA Finals prediction, Lakers Sixers. My NBA Finals MVP, LeBron James. Just wanted to throw that out there. Almost forgot about that. But who is your NBA champion for the 2021 NBA playoffs? I would love to know the answer to that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast, ladies and gentlemen. A, a 2021 NBA playoff preview edition of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Continue to wear your masks. Stay safe. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the playing games tonight. I know I definitely will. I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy them. I know you will. Thank you for listening. I'm out. Peace.